this is binu peniel you are listening to cavenomic this is a positive christ centered innovative motivational empowering leadership weekly conversation today you are listening to reverend mark the sermon titled the attitude is not everything the attitude is not everything almighty and most glorious lord this day i would pray that the words of my mouth and that the meditations of my heart that they would be acceptable to you and that each and every one of us would hear as you would have us to hear and through your spirit's power and presence in our lives we might respond as you would have us respond or in doing so we will be filled with the fullness of life the abundance of life the eternal life that you so desire for each and every one of us so lord i ask this in the name of your son our savior jesus christ amen there was a a lady who went to the dentist and this lady while she was at the dentist heard that dreaded words that all of us fear when we're sitting in the dentist chair you have a cavity she heard those words and she she felt the regret that all of us feel when we hear the dentist say you have a cavity and with that the dentist began to drill out the cavity in her tooth and once the tooth the cavity had been drilled out the dentist asked the lady he said well what type of filling do you want Well, the lady thought for just a brief moment and she looked up the dentist and she said, "Well, since I have to have a filling, I guess I'll take the chocolate filling." That's what I call positive thinking. Don't you, you know, if I have to have a filling in my tooth, I might as well have chocolate filling, right? You know, the power of positive thinking. You know, positive attitude makes a world of difference in our lives, doesn't it? A positive attitude has a huge dramatic impact upon how we think about things, how we respond to things, how we feel about things, how we look at things. Many of you probably remember Dr. Norman Vincent Peale and his power of positive thinking. In fact, his, the power of his positive thinking basically is if you can think it, you can do it if you think it you can do it it's it's the it's the ultimate of the power of positive thinking in our lives and i think all of us would agree that positive attitudes make a huge difference in fact i'm not sure if there's a better example than the real life story that was made into a movie It's a story that took place in the early 1970s and the movie's title is named after the lead character. You probably know the story, don't you? About an individual who wanted to play football for Notre Dame. The name of the movie? Rudy, you know it. You know it because it is it is a perfect example of a positive attitude. Rudy was from a large family that worshiped the fighting irish football team and he dreamed of he longed for he he hungered to play football for Notre Dame 
problem is Rudy was not blessed as a football player. He was not big in stature. He was not a, a born natural athlete. He, he struggled, but, but he had this positive attitude about playing football for him. And so he did just about anything and everything, first of all, to get into Notre Dame, and then secondly, to make the team. All because of this attitude that he had. Eventually, Rudy made the practice squad. He wasn't really officially on the football team, but he was on the practice squad, and, and, and he earned the respect of the football players because every single time in practice, he, he had the attitude and, and determination that this was a game, and he gave it his best so that the players on the team could be their best. He earned such respect from the other players that eventually his senior year, the very last game of his college, college time, all the players on the football team convinced the coach to let Rudy dress for the game. At least let him be on the sideline. He earned that, according to the other players. Coach caved into that pressure and allowed Rudy to dress and be on the sidelines for that very last game of his college career. And towards the end of that game, the players and the fans in the stadium began to chant, Rudy, 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 trying to get Rudy into the game for at least one play. And the coach again caved to the pressure and let Rudy in on one play. Amazingly, on that play, it was Rudy who made an amazing tackle. At the end of that game, all of the players of the Notre Dame football team lifted Rudy up on their shoulders and carried him off of the field. Since that time, not another player has been carried off Notre Dame's field. All because of a positive attitude. All because of a positive outlook on life, a determination. You see, a positive attitude makes a huge difference in our lives. You know, sometimes we call it mind over matter, or sometimes we say our attitude shapes our destiny. But what it all boils down to is this positive attitude that you and I can have. And that attitude makes a world of difference. In fact, when I think of a positive attitude, I can't help but to think of Proverbs 23, 7, when it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. I mean, think about that for a moment. For as he thinks in his heart, so is his attitude, so he is. So it is. A positive attitude makes a huge difference. And research studies have shown this time and time again in our lives. In fact, in one, one research study, they, they took residents of a, of a nursing home and they divided the residents into to two different groups. 
one group was was treated just as they had always been treated, but the other group that they were treated and and talked to in a very positive and uplifting way, always encouraging them and saying that their lives were great and they had a positive outlook on things. They discovered that the group that had been surrounded with that positive attitude on the average lived six and a half years longer than the other group. And not only did they live longer, but they reported to being healthier and having a happier life and having a more positive outlook on things. You see, having a positive attitude has a huge impact upon us. And so too is the other side. Having a bad attitude has a huge impact on us as well. You see, having a bad attitude can have just as much impact upon us as a positive attitude. Major Harold Kushner was a, a Vietnam POW. Major Kushner wrote a book about it, and in that book he shared about an experience he had there in the, in the prisoner of war camp and the power of attitude upon our lives. He writes about a young Marine who was transferred from one prisoner of war camp into the camp that he was at. He talked about how when this young Marine came into that camp, he was, he was strong, he was healthy. And he had a positive attitude about things because, because in the previous camp, the, the leader of that camp always told the prisoners that if they behaved well, they had a chance of being released. But when he got to the second camp, he learned that that was just a lie. There really was no hope for release. And Major Kushner writes about how this young, healthy, strong, vibrant Marine in just a few weeks went from being strong and healthy to refusing to eat, refusing to get up and to do his exercises. Instead, he laid in a fetal position, sucking his thumb. And literally, in just a few weeks, he went from being strong and healthy to dying. You see, an attitude has a huge impact upon our lives. It can determine how long we live, how healthy we are, how successful we are. Uh, it has a huge impact upon us. Researchers took a northern pike, which is a large, aggressive fish. I am not a fisherman. But I've been fishing basically once in my life, and it was with a family friend up in northern Michigan for Northern Pike. I was a young teenager, and I, I still remember this guy. He, he's kind of a backwoodsy type guy, and I caught a Northern Pike, and I wanted to hold the fish so that we could take a picture of it. He looked at me and said, Mark, you don't want to hold that fish. It is slipperier than snot on a doorknob. That's my one experience of fishing. But anyway, the researchers took a northern pike and put it in this huge aquarium, this huge tank. And, it, and they fed it its favorite food, which are minnows. It had all the minnows it could eat that it wanted. 
And after quite a while, they then took that aquarium and they divided it with a piece of glass. And they put the northern pike on one side and the minnows on the other side. And that northern pike, as you can imagine, repeatedly swam into that glass over and over and over again, trying to get to the minnows. And after a while, of course, that the fish began to realize it could not get to its food. And so it began to swim in a circle around that tank until it eventually starved to death. But what's amazing is that before it starved to death, it, the researchers took that center glass out. The fish did not realize that it could get to its food again. Instead, it starved to death. How often are our attitudes in our lives like that piece of glass? We imagine something there, and it's really not there anymore. We allow our attitude to keep us where we are, to keep us in an unhappy place. Missing the fulfillment and fullness of life that God has created for us. It says in Proverbs, for as she thinks in her heart, so she is. How you and I think is so often how we are. Someone once wrote this. The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of my attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It's more important than the past. It's more important than education. It's more important than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes. The remarkable thing is that we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will have, we will embrace for that day. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. Our attitudes play a huge role in our lives. And I know I always try to have a positive attitude. In fact, I've been accused by somebody here, even in the room right now, you know, what drug are you on, Mark? Because you always seem to be happy and positive about things. Just, you know, why not? Why not be positive? Why not have a good attitude towards things? Because it has a huge impact upon our lives, how we see things, how we react to things, how we view things. I'm a believer in positive attitude, but I also have to say this. Attitude isn't everything. Our attitude, positive or negative, is not everything. You know, many of you know that I am a competitive bicyclist. I, I've competed in cycling since, since in high school. And, and I've always dreamed of being a professional cyclist. I have a positive attitude towards it. But I also have to say this. It doesn't matter how positive I am. Is it going to happen? No. It doesn't matter how 
I am about my cycling. I am never going to be a professional bicycle racer. In just a couple weeks, I'm going to turn 47. The average retiring age of cyclists are in the early 30s. It isn't going to happen for me. See, attitude isn't everything. It has a huge impact upon us, but it isn't everything. That's why I think about this passage from Proverbs, for as one thinks in their heart, so they are. And when I think about that passage, I can't help but also think about Abraham. Abraham realized that attitude is important, but there's something even more important than attitude. Abraham was an old man. He was nearly 100 years old. And he had this belief that he was going to become the father of a great nation. He had no children. Yeah, he was married to a lot younger lady. She was 90. But he didn't have children. in this promise that God had told Abraham. God had promised Abraham, I am going to allow you to be the father of a great nation. You see, Abraham's had something even better than a good attitude. He had faith in God. Listen to how Paul writes about it in our passage from Romans today. He says, your descendants will be as numerous as the stars. Even though such a promise seemed utterly impossible, and Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though he knew that he was too old to be a father at the age of a hundred, and that Sarah, his wife, had never been able to have children. Abraham never wavered in believing in God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was absolutely convinced that God was able to do anything God promised. Did Abraham become a father at the age of 100 because of his attitude? Absolutely not. He became a father because of his belief in the promise that God had made him. He became a father because of his belief in the promises of God. And there's a big difference between a good attitude and faith in God. They're both critically important in our lives, but there is a huge difference. Yes, I always want to have a positive attitude towards life, towards events, towards everything. But if it comes down to it, I will choose faith in the promises of God over an attitude every single time. Because God has made some amazing, some extraordinary promises to each and every one of us. Promises that God will always be a part of our lives, actively involved, working for the betterment of us. Filling us with life, vitality, Blessing upon blessing. To choose faith is critical in our lives. 
pastor and university president Willard Reed was on a speaking engagement out of state when he all of a sudden became very, very ill. And he found himself in a hospital in desperate need of a, of a liver transplant. And amazingly, the doctors were able to find a match for him and perform the transplant and, and saved his life. Several months after this, Reed was back in his home in Tennessee and he was recuperating and recovering, but he was also fighting some depression, which is fairly common for transplant patients. And one day he was feeling kind of down and kind of blue, and he realized, though, it was a beautiful spring day, and so he decided to go for a walk around the neighborhood. He thought maybe the sunshine, the warmth would, would pick his spirits up a little bit. And so he went for this walk. And when he was out walking, he, he realized and noticed all these beautiful flowers that were blooming. And he stopped by one of his neighbor's flower beds. And he was looking at the flowers when he noticed this big bumblebee. This bumblebee was flying from flower to flower, all covered with, with pollen. And as he watched this bumblebee, he, he remembered how scientists say bumblebees, because of their size and their small wings and their aerodynamics, it is impossible for them to fly. But here was this bumblebee flying from flower to flower. And then all of a sudden, this bumblebee began to fly straight towards his face. And just before it got to him, it, it all of a sudden did this kind of loop-to-loop -loop aerobatic maneuver and returned immediately back to the flowers. And Reverend Reed was struck by it. How this bumblebee did this amazing thing that scientists say it cannot do. And then as he continued his walk, he began to reflect upon a conversation that God had with a man by the name of Job. And in this conversation, God asks Job, you know, can you make a horse? Can you make a whale? Can you make all of these other wonderful creations that I have made? And Reverend Reed remembered how God made that bumblebee. And that if God can make that bumblebee do what a bumblebee does, if God can make all the other things in this creation, if God makes these promises to us, why cannot God also give him a new liver? And in that moment, he was overcome with, with joy and blessing began to stream down his face and when he walked into his house his wife saw him and immediately began to panic that something had happened terribly and, and he said to her it's okay these are tears of blessings of joy because I live in the promises of God my friends a positive attitude is an amazing thing in our lives it can help us accomplish a great deal but even more important is faith in the God who promises us to never forsake us, to never to leave us. A God who promises to bless us and to fill us not with just life here and now, but eternally. 
our Savior, Jesus Christ. To surrender ourselves into the very promises of God. So my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, have a positive outlook. Have a positive attitude. But live in the faith of the promises of God. Let us pray. be so easy so easy for us to be run down and overcome with all of the negativity that is around us but yet oh Lord we know that there is a power in having a a positive attitude to always look for the good in the bad but today oh Lord We pray that we might not only have that positive attitude, that we might be reminded of your servant Abraham. We had faith in you. A faith in the promises that you have made for each and every one of us. And so I pray, O Lord, that we as your beloved sons and daughters, that as your beloved creation, that we might put our faith and trust in you. For it is you that has promised us blessings beyond our understanding. It is you that has promised us a love that is unlimited. It is you that has promised us life. Life to the fullest here and now and life eternal through your son Jesus Christ. May we simply put our faith in that promise, surrendering our very selves to you, surrendering our brokenness, that we might be filled with the fullness of life in your grace, in your mercy. For it is only in and through you that these promises can be fulfilled. hope this sermon blessed you and blessed your mind and your heart tune into every week cavenomics a podcast uh, a positive innovative motivational empowering leadership weekly conversation god bless you thank you for listening thank you for being here